Hello, podcast listeners. Thanks again for joining. So we're rolling straight into part two of how to create a podcast in eight question framework that I'm walking through with Rod Cooper from the Movement Collective. If you missed out part one, go back and check it out now. I hope you enjoy. Okay, we're going to move on. So what are they going to tell their friends? Very critical because a lot of people want their podcast to grow and they think about you know distributing it on social platforms and these kind of things. Ultimately, it's about having a story to tell, you know, something we're going to share. So here we're just getting into the last couple. Uh, these are tactical. So this is going to ask Rod or you, if you're listening, to make a decision on format, quality, and frequency. Okay, so you've got a choice. You can do this on a phone, tipped upside down, and record it to Anchor and put it up and it's done. Uh, you can invest in a, a little bit of a microphone and the sound gets way better. You could record this in a recording studio and it jumps again, but each choice has a cost because then you can't do it at home, whatever. Where are we gonna sit? You know, you need to pick where you're gonna sit on these axes. Uh, we know that as listeners, we like certainty and consistency. So what do you want to what do you want to do as a starting point? What comes to mind for the format, quality, and frequency? When you say format, are you talking which platforms? Yeah, you use you, as well? YouTube video. Yeah, I think YouTube. So we'll, it'll be audio and video. Okay, that's a big that's a big call. Yeah, right. If you're listening yeah. and you decide to do podcast, and now it's a video podcast, you're in for a camera. It's obviously going to take more time. Yes, yeah, so yeah. we've got a camera, we've got a microphone, so that's. All yeah. good. So you're basically setting up a YouTube conversation that's also going to iTunes, Spotify, whatever yeah. other platforms. Like I said before, potentially doing the YouTube live, recording that live, but then also recording the audio for the podcast. Okay. So trying to figure yeah. out ways that we can hit all platforms. Yep. So Quality. I'm going to put I'm going to put live. Okay. Some live. Yeah. Live sometimes. Yeah. Quality. So we've got mics at the moment. We've only got one Go, what do you call it? Rode Go? Yeah, Wireless Go. So we're recording yeah. these right now because we're doing video on Wireless Go. So it's uh, like a lapel mic or a lav mic is recording the audio. So it's okay. It's yeah. not amazing. Okay. It would be better quality to have kind of the swing arm, okay. like dynamic mics to call it. So we've also got one of them as well, which we I recorded with Keegan the other day, so it was a, it's a podcaster, so I'm sure there's other levels to those mics, but I'd want to get it set up so we've got like high quality. So okay. I'm okay to spend the money knowing that we're going to set this up and it's going to be a long-term investment and it's going to provide value for you know okay. our members and the audience. With your, are you going to be moving around that kind of I thing? I don't think so. I think, Seated. yeah, we do okay. a lot of moving around. So I think with the podcast, we can just kind of set the table up or, you know, these boxes is fine and... And if this works well today, maybe this is the spot that we shoot the podcast every week. Yeah, so static mic, um, that's cool. There's a lot of affordable ones now. The reason why we don't spend this much time on this is you can look at Google and yeah. get this done real quick. But it is important for when you're creating a podcast to go, okay, I'm going to commit to a certain level because otherwise you can get lazy. Yeah. And it's okay to, in, in the sake of getting things out, but like, Ultimately, if you're going to do 50, 100 episodes and it sounds really shitty, 
but you could have done it well, like there's a certain amount of effort that's worthwhile. Yeah. Just like anything, it's gonna improve over time, but you don't wanna release, you know, you don't wanna start it with like shitty quality. Yeah, you just wanna decide on, on the level also that's gonna suit Emma. Yeah. Like if you're a listener, what level do you want yeah. before you're like, oh, I'm going to turn this off because it's no good. Yeah, I've turned podcasts off in the past where there's like music in the background or yeah. there's like static and it's yeah. just kind of like so hard to listen to. So I, I really appreciate when it's like really crisp audio. So okay, we want to yeah. make sure that we have that. Crisp audio. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about um, other, other aspects of format. So duration, uh, how often is this coming out? I'd like to do one once a week, so we'll probably pick a day that it gets released. Maybe it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, something like that. Are you willing to commit to weekly? We might even shoot more than one in the week, so then we've got like a backlog. And release that it weekly. something that you do? And then release it weekly. Okay, yeah. but you're willing to commit to releasing weekly? Oh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. This is really important. Yeah. And this is where we're going to run into the resistance we will talk about. but. As the creator, like... Yeah, there's no reason why we couldn't. If we can dedicate that time to go, okay, cool, we're going to set it up, we're going to film for an hour, and we've got that time and another hour to edit it and get it up, there's no reason why we couldn't commit to that. Okay. Okay, so Rod's committing to a weekly podcast. No excuses. I've said yeah. it here. Yeah. It's important because as empathy, if we think of the listener, if you're listening to a podcast, and then all of a sudden three weeks go by and it didn't update... Yeah. you're moving on like yeah. you're you're and also the the subconscious level of trust it's kind of like oh what happened now if your podcast was that originally and you said oh i'm only going to go every couple of months with a super then five hour deep consistent. dive yeah then you're okay to do that but you've you've decided that this person wants to listen on the way to work and therefore committing to a, a weekly one um duration how long i would say roughly 30 minutes 30 to 45, we'll say. Okay. What does it look like for you to commit to a more specific time frame? Think of the audience, right? If they've got 30-minute commute. Yeah, you're right. Maybe know. 20 minutes would be better, and we can get the information out and make it fun and exciting in that time. You know, maybe 20 minutes is better because that would definitely fall into the time that most people are commuting to work. Well, more likely than 45 minutes. Okay. Either one, as long as you're... The question is simply, if I'm going to do 40 minutes, what does it look like to say, okay, it's going to be, you know, a 40 minute podcast versus a 20 to 45 minute. That's a different thing because then the uncertainty of, oh, this one's too long or whatever. And it's up to you. You mm -hmm. don't need to decide that right now, but having some, some element of consistency on when it comes out, how long it takes. Because I have certain amount of attention um, and I'm going to choose to allocate it to your podcast. So you just decide what that looks like. Yep. Uh, anything else that comes to mind? Audio quality YouTube. Will you, will you redistribute parts of the podcast to other social platforms? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I've already looked into that. Cut ups and stuff like little that. Little cut ups like minute clips from the podcast or from the YouTube lives, whatever it is. Clips to, yeah. um, it's like you know, maybe there's a minute where the, someone's hitting a really good point and we can, we can utilize that on all the social media platforms as well. Clips to platforms, great. Quality, I'm not sure whether we use our, like we've got a Canon camera. I don't know whether we use that or we use our iPhone. 
because we can shoot in 4K on the new iPhone now. So what would you, like your suggestion be there? Uh, I think it's easier to edit if you film it on the phone. Yeah, I, I mean, edit, I know, think good. ultimately, if you're serious about the, the, the viewer's experience, ultimately, and I'm just going to kind of flesh it out because if you're listening, ultimately, I think you'd want to have seated with two swing arm mics, the, the lighting, two cameras to get two angles and then cut it all up. Mm, that seems like a lot of it's work. It's a bit of work, yeah. but think about the think about the audience. That's that's ultimately what would you like to engage with, yeah. right? Yeah. Now, short term, no, like you're going to get started, right? So I think start with the phone as long as you're getting the, the audios are going to be separate because you said you're going to use a proper mic yep. just to get decent audio. Uh, so you'll record the audios to the computer using Audacity or GarageBand or whatever. Do you have a preference for those? No, I'm not even gonna, like, whatever. Well, you said you can Google. All yeah, exactly, anyway. it doesn't matter. I use GarageBand and it worked fine. So. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, but then you might film it and then, so you're just gonna have to pair up the, the video with the audio because the audio through the phone's gonna be pretty average. Does yep. that make sense? Yeah. Unless you hook up the mics. And that's a pretty easy process to, like you just use one of those, or is there another editing like, software easy. that we need? Or is it through no, it's pretty GarageBand? Easy. No, it would be through a video editing software. Yep. Then the audio track would come from whatever you recorded the audio yeah, on. Yeah, cool. Uh, platforms, like it's gonna go to all platforms? Yep. Yep. So podcasts, Spotify. Yep. So if you're listening, we're not gonna go into that because what you really need to do is just get a host and then the host distributes out to Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Yeah. My host that I've got is Pinecast. People use all sorts of different ones and they get quite attached to their little hosts, Podbean or Anchor or whatever. Whatever works for you, great. Um, typically you'll wanna stick with the one host for a while, okay? Some hosts have limitations in terms of how many episodes or whatever you can upload or data. So we've got the last three questions. We can move fairly quickly. What story will you tell? So this is just, this is not what are all the little stories you're going to tell. It's simply, what's the, what's the story behind this podcast? You know what I mean? If you, if you meet someone, oh, why, didn't you, why did you start a podcast? Mm -hmm. what, what's, what's led us to this point? The biggest thing would be communication. So it's, it's pretty hard in a one hour class to get all the information out there to the members. And I'd love to sit them down and do like multiple workshops per week where we've got the time to communicate. So I just see this as another way to, for us to communicate better with our members and then also anyone else that's interested in movement as well. I think that's an interesting thing you just said that you might want to explore further because Emma is a member. Yep. And I guess the um, distinction is, is the podcast for the member or is the podcast for the psychographic of the member? Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't, yeah, probably the psychographic. So it's not yep. explicitly if they're training here? No, it, yeah, they could be still in Newcastle or anywhere training at a movement facility or interested in movement. Yeah. And they still get a lot of value out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Has there been any other pain point or reason to start a podcast? 
Not really. I guess pushing me to, to express more, to okay. tell my story of TMC and also get everyone else to tell their story because I just find it very interesting. And I'm right into podcasts as well, so I listen to multiple podcasts per day. So I want to be able to contribute to that. I want to learn to express more. So Rod has been on a bunch of podcasts. If you're listening, go back and listen to episode we done what it two. Was. Well, we, we did the one with the with the guys and another solo. Yeah, back in the early days, like yeah. that was like in the twenties or thirties. Yeah, yeah. My place. And so, uh, when you when you first start off on podcasting, if you're listening, if you you know get on a friend's podcast or something like that's a really great kind of introduction. Yeah. But also, you can sense that as you do them, you get better at speaking. Yeah. And it helps, and it carries over to speaking on a stage, doing videos, whatever. So it's really cool. Um, so Rod's picked this up and noticed this, and by creating a podcast that they have frequently, understands the power in that expression too, yeah. which is awesome. It's like it's going to force me into doing more of it, yeah. which is where I need to be right now. Why didn't you start a podcast until now? Because that's part of the story too. I guess I've had more time to think over the last couple of months and refining a few processes and systems around TMC and I just realized that this is one area that we could potentially, you know, create like something weekly that's going to add a lot of value to the to the members. Yeah, great. When we were in it, you know, teaching all the classes and stuff like that, it was kind of, it was there, the idea was always there, but it was always pushed back because yeah. other things took priority over it. Yeah. So what we've got there is the story is, well, we had this break for the COVID thing. You know, everyone will remember that. In the break, we got to think about doing the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So having a story behind the podcast, you know, is really uh, helpful. It's not going to be a main thread, but it's kind of nice for you to know. It's like, oh, I'm not just doing a podcast because everyone's doing a podcast. It's like, I've got a real, there's a re reason here. I want to connect with people or I decided, you know, X, Y, Z. There was almost resistance because of that, because everyone was doing the podcast and I don't want to be the other person like releasing another podcast. Yeah. But okay. I really see the value in it. Okay. I didn't want to be another, I, I resisted it for a long time. I didn't want to be another person, but ultimately I saw the value. Yeah, uh, we didn't want. It's to... like we just need to utilize that tool. It's it's available, and I think when you look at like Instagram and Facebook posts, they'll be gone in like if you post one today, people have forgotten about it two days ago. But a podcast, you know, it's going to stay up for a long time. Maybe someone catches onto something that's going to change their life in in two years time, and they can still find it quite easy using the platform. It's just it's quite easy to navigate. Yeah, I've had people. I uh, got a message the other day. I'm at 92, something like that, and they started at one, and they were going through. They all... listened to like a recent one and then went back. No, they all just the way discovered through? it, okay. so they went right to the beginning wow. and kicked off, and are going through all 90 of them. That's awesome. And so you're right; you get an asset that sits there. Yeah. Okay, let's move through. Next one. Yeah. So this is kind of the story you tell is kind of like for you. So when you get up, you're like, all right, guys, we've got a new podcast up. You know, we resisted this for a long time. We recognize that in this COVID break, it might be really helpful to, to build one. It gives some context. What's your reflection process? So this is really important uh, because a lot of us avoid it. And it's basically asking you the question of, okay, you know when you start this, the podcast is going to be pretty average. 
it just is the first 10 50 will be like a bit of um patchy clunky, clunky yeah. as we get used to the system the mics whatever uh now what can happen is just like with handstands or whatever we can either choose to consciously have a reflection process like oh i've, I've filmed my handstand it's not as straight as i thought i'm going to open my shoulders more or we can ignore that and just keep going we'll get better either way but if we have a reflection process which is like feedback or listening to my own episodes or every month i sit down and i do a review and i go what does it look like to do better what's your reflection process you're going to commit to so that you can put this in the diary in every certain number of episodes or whatever you ask the question like what is what could be better here how can we improve the work i think like the one that you said first would be to listen to it because there's always re resistance for me like if i do a podcast to go back and listen to it and i have what, done with all of them but like if you stuff up a word or you don't say something correctly or whatever it is okay it was like kind of cringe so you're committing like, to listening to your podcast yeah yeah and what are you looking for in there for ways to improve what jumps to mind like I think articulating messages clearly precisely okay i'm just going to put clarity in here because it is going to be a short podcast we don't have two hours to explain a topic we want to get better at being precise okay how often are you going to reflect consciously every single episode or will it be like a more focused effort at some stage or what do you think yeah if we're doing once a week maybe it's a monthly thing where we sit down maybe with a couple of the staff members as well and review them maybe jenny can sit down with us and, and go through them and so take you, some notes we could even make it um something like this where we kind of brainstorm some ideas we all listen to one together yeah with the staff and yeah. brainstorm some ideas on how to, how can we improve because podcasts are very hard to get nice qualitative feedback people they listen and but you'll often not get much back uh, or it'll just be the positives can they comment on all the platforms like spotify and podcasts and stuff like that can you like I it i think you can oh you can give feedback okay but it's it's not no. as helpful as you would think and it is actually a bit of conscious work to get insights as to what they thought yeah what could be better people don't tend to want to tell you those either things. they liked it or they didn't like it yeah or they just stop listening or they tell you it's good but oh i really enjoyed Why your podcast exactly so having a circle of people or having ways to reflect is really important you could also think of this if you're listening to it like your instagram or your facebook or whatever you're doing on any platforms you can trundle along but if you're actually wanting to engage more and improve every month whatever looking back and go, okay what really resonated what did i learn what did i understand about the platform what did i understand about communication that i can use going forward uh, versus just flying blind because I, I'm afraid of feedback. Mm -hmm. We're definitely not afraid of feedback. I like to get feedback from everyone on classes and, and the way things are running with Inside Teams. It's ultimately up to us to make the decisions on if it changes or not, but it's nice to have that feedback, whether it's good or bad. Okay, I'm going to put seek feedback. Yep. Anything else? like a brainstorm and you know, i guess that falls into this monthly review but brainstorming ideas with with a few people that have listened to it like invite them for i don't know for a or lunch or something like that brainstorm so this is really important like if you're listening 
almost nobody will ever do a monthly review of their podcast. And by committing to that, you're already, if you do choose to do it, actually follow through, you're already going to be uh, ahead. way ahead, way ahead. Because as humans, we, we go, okay, I'm going to get it out. I'm going to get it out. Oh, it's gone up a little bit or whatever. Monthly review with feedback and brainstorm sessions, all of a sudden, you're talking about a real level up. This is a real podcast. Yeah, it's like a proper thing. Um, okay, let's move to the last one. So the main thing here, the, this, this question we just finished, what is your reflection process? The main thing is to understand that we need a reflection process. How do you know if it's working? How do you know if you're getting where you want? How do you know if people are enjoying it? If you're gonna allocate an hour a week, two hours a week, surely it's worth the time once a month to reflect, to go, okay, what could we improve, right? Uh, last question, how will you overcome the resistance? So the resistance is a concept by Stephen Pressfield. He writes a few books, one's called The War of Art. And the resistance is an unseen force that stops any creator from doing their work. And the resistance can literally come as mental lethargy and fatigue. I'm too busy. I got to train more. All of these things as a gym owner, I got to do admin. I got to do my emails. Therefore, I can't do the podcast. Usually all of that stuff is an expression of the resistance. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to overcome who's in your court? Who can, who can push you? What's your way of setting aside the time to actually do this really amazing TMC podcast, knowing that the resistance will come mm -hmm. between episode zero and 10, it will hit you hard. How are you going to overcome it? I think the first thing would be to set a day and a time and dedicate that time to shoot. Day and time to shoot. So that's recurring in your calendar? Yeah, to try to figure out the day and the time that's going to be available every week. Like not a time that potentially, you know, on the weekend probably wouldn't be good because potentially we might be away and then that could, you know, come into the resistance. Yeah. And then put it into Google Calendar and like schedule it for like two hours, whatever it takes. And you can't, minutes. you can't book a client it's, on top of that? No, you, no, it's like it's booked out. So scheduling it after we select what day and time. Okay. Um, keeping myself accountable, but then also the guest as well, whoever we've got on, making sure that they're committing to it and showing up. Like it might be just Jenny and myself, so she will help keep me accountable and I'll help to keep her accountable. Great. Accountability buddy. Yep. Scheduled. I think that's it. Got any other ways? Punishment. I yeah, you're going to see resistance like, oh, I've done 12 episodes, maybe I should stop for a bit and call it a season. Yeah. That's a real common one. Oh, I'll kick off another season next year instead of consistency. Mm -hmm. You're going to see resistance like, this is not working. Not many people are watching this, especially on YouTube. Yeah. Like, oh, there's not many viewers. I may as well just stop. Yeah. You, you know? think kind of push past that. You have to push yep. past it because episode 50, 60, 80, 100 is where you're actually going to find mm. your groove. Did you hit like a threshold and there's like a certain amount of episodes that you released and then after that point? It certainly got easier, but I'm approaching 100 and I feel like I'm only just starting to find 
comfort, understand how to make it better. It, basically, you just, like anything, the first thousand handstands, you're nowhere. You're mm -hmm. not going to find balance. And that's okay because you needed that in order to go to the 2,000 and then the 10,000, then you're balancing. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, are you like how are you going to commit to this for six months? Like, what are you going to put a, a stake in the sand kind of thing uh, for this journey? You know, maybe maybe set some fir set some like some episode goals. Yeah, like I'm going like to do 30 minimum before yep. I even consider anything. Yep. Yeah. What do you want to say? First Ooh. 30. Don't want to overcommit. 30 sounds good. Let's do that. First 30 unbroken, that's 30 weeks. 30 weeks, yep. All right. Well, I've said it here, so keep me accountable. If you don't and see it released, the, the, I'll get the, some messages. It's been confirmed here, folks. <laughs> First here, TMC podcast, 30 episodes unbroken. We didn't say when it's starting. Though, YouTube. Right? Next week, maybe. Let's see, when is it starting? This is called a ship date. Next, we'll shoot the first one next week. We'll release the week after. Are you going to have everything in place for that? Like yeah. camera lights? Yeah, we're good. We've got lights. We've got the camera. So mic let's say June, June 10th or something. Oh, yeah, we need two weeks, I think, to have it released. Shoot it's, it next week. Choose the day, shoot it, and then give us a week. What's to the release. day today? I have no idea. You need to pick a date in June. Second Monday of June or something? Like, yep. we need to pick a date. Yeah, second Monday in June. Let's do that. Second Monday. That's when it's released or shot? Released. Okay, in June. The week of the second Monday in June. Yep. All right, guys. TMC podcast, second Monday in June. You. Released. Um, okay, that's, that's probably good for now. What you'll notice if you're listening to this is even though we went through this stuff on the resistance, the narrative to stop is going to hit Rod really hard. It hits everybody. Um, it just does. And so we need to be ready for it. An accountability partner like, you know, obviously Rod, we went through this together so I can hold him accountable with a certain amount of energy. You know, anyone who's listened to this can check in with him. I know a lot of people will be excited for the TMC podcast. So I think that's really cool. The, you know, the last little thing I guess to, to wrap up on is, um, I'll just move this down, is kind of like this concept of, uh, there's, there's, two components really with this that we can look at overall. One is called creative bravery and one is the commitment. Creative bravery is like if we're a zero out of 10 on creative bravery, we're just doing a boring podcast and mm -hmm. we're just getting on because we want to do it. 10 out of 10 creative bravery is something that we haven't even imagined yet. And this could be, you know, it's done live whilst you're doing movement or it's, it's pushing the fringes of what's normal in order to create something remarkable and that feeds back to the story that we tell mm -hmm. the France, right? Commitment is Rod's willingness to uh, communicate the podcast after he's done it. It's really easy to record something and let it sit on Spotify and iTunes. Don't share it. Exactly. And at the start, especially if you have a small audience and you're listening, like you need to overcome that resistance to literally send your friends the link 
to your podcast, 50 people. So we need both commitment and we need creative bravery. So I guess in closing, the question for you is like, okay, what does better look like with this creative bravery? How are you gonna like find out what to talk about? How are you gonna, um, you know, you talked about brainstorming. Is there anything that you're excited about kind of as we wrap up when you think about that? Maybe just what we spoke about the other day, like answering the questions that are already being asked. So yeah. like getting messages on the Movement Collective Facebook and Instagram page and addressing the actual questions that are coming in, not just coming up with an idea that we think is, is cool, uh, but actually you know, communicating well with the, with the audience and answering exactly what they need to know. Yeah, yeah. So Rod's touched on a really good point. It's like, as creators, we don't actually always have the empathy for the audience. We need to listen and find out what they're saying and then we roll that into the content. Podcasts no different. If you're getting questions from your clients, the people you serve, about hey, how do I do that hip flexor stretch or how do I you know, start a podcast or how do I write a blog or whatever, I've got a notebook, mine's a, mine's a blue notebook for content and it's just constantly being filled with dialogue and what people have said. Then that can become a great way to fuel your content and then you can pile the creative bravery up on top of that. Yeah. Uh, anything maybe else? The, maybe getting the staff involved in that same process as well, like Jenny and the rest of the staff, like getting them to, if someone asks a question to them on their social media or in class, Yeah. so then we can compile this huge list of, of questions that we can answer. Yeah, I love it. So that's pretty much it. Uh, I've said this to a lot of people a bunch of times. I think everyone should start a podcast, at least do a season. We said 30 episodes. You're going to understand your audience better. You're going to be able to express and articulate the point of view, learn to speak more clearly. It's going to teach you to stick to a shipping date, you know, to a date and get something out because people rely on that. Mm -hmm. It's going to teach you consistency. It's going to introduce you to a ton of really cool friends and guests uh, and create that time. And it's going to help you with the business because all of a sudden this passive audio experience, building trust and attention, educating people, all through the week, not just in your class. Face to face, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else that you're wondering or want to go through before we wrap it up? I think we covered everything. That yeah. was awesome. So we yeah, I'm excited to, uh, to, to get this started, off. yeah, to get the, to get the gear and, and to start. We didn't go into what microphone to use, what place to host it, what camera to buy, for a reason. You don't need that stuff, that's, you go to Google yeah. and you just search what microphone plenty is. plenty of videos, exactly. we've already had a look at that. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty of videos online explaining what to, what to use. Yeah, um, but you do need these questions or some form of intention setting around what it's for. Otherwise, what's gonna happen is between episode one and 10, you're gonna have a bunch of different things. I can tell you from experience having done that, uh, you will appreciate the time that you spend up front for me, it was this constantly evolving thing and setting more intention on the front end is always helpful. Even if it takes you an hour or two to go through that, you're gonna get clear. It's gonna ask you to dive into the worldview of your audience, which is a really good thing for your business anyway. One question, with yeah. the avatar that we created today, did you kind of do that same process and has that evolved over time? Or are you kind of sticking with one avatar? Like mine, mine uh, yeah, mine evolved because my whole nature of my podcast evolved. So I'm, I probably went through this process around episode 60 or 70, 
and got clearer. Um, For me, the original intent of the podcast was literally to speak and to practice the articulation. Uh, I didn't really have a specific, I wasn't as clear as I should have been. Mm -hmm. So we've already gone through more clarity and this is something that came to light. Than what you had in the beginning. Exactly, yeah. And me, it was like literally by myself, I'm gonna do a podcast. Yeah, I didn't know anyone really kind of doing them around me. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do them solo. Then I was like, no, I'm gonna get guests. Then I was like, they're gonna be, you know, mindset, and no, they're gonna be business. And so there was an evolution, um, but yeah, it evolved and that's okay too. It's just that when you, this, this now gives you basically a vehicle to go basically all in for your first 20 episodes anyway. Maybe it evolves, maybe your yep. niche evolves, cool. But you've got something to work with. You Good know framework. it's, yeah. Uh, we didn't touch on like what are called anchors, but basically, you know, you talked about 20 minutes, you talked about high energy, you talked about same time each week, uh, you talked about guests, you talked about movement. These are anchors. The sound ID that you come up with will be an anchor. The name of the podcast will be an anchor. They won't change. Now, the little nuances can change. Maybe where you record it or, you know, maybe um, the types of stories or maybe, you know, uh, lots of little elements can change and that's called innovation. That's going to be interesting, but you don't want to just up and change like all of a sudden the main niche instantly, oh, we're going to do a cooking podcast or are we going to change the sound ID because that rhythm, the drums or whatever you choose is an anchor that cues into our subconscious mind and creates certainty. So your, the work we've done today, go back and review it. And this is a framework that if you, if you make any tweaks, great. But if you stick with it, this is setting up a lot of the anchors that you'll want to continue with to build brand and consistency for that podcast is that something that you kind of write down and have the anchors like taking each one of these and like well, you know we've got nine for each one do you consolidate them into one anchor or one idea yeah you'll probably have three or four anchors come out of all of this work yeah. a lot of this work is um intangible for your your guys's mindset and how you think about the podcast but a couple that came into mind there is you know time frame 20 minutes same time each week um it's for the person on the commute there's going to be a sound ID, which will be like, hey, this is Rod Cooper. Yeah. yeah, that's going to stay the same. So you'll have a list of like four to 10 anchors, um, but then the other things just you'll, you'll play with it. Cool. Yeah. So this episode, I'm going to do more storytelling. Or this episode, we're going to do some how-tos. This episode, we're going to do an interview. This episode, we're going to have three guests, right? Those can all change. And you record that after you do the actual podcast. I noticed that. So you record the podcast and then you'll have the intro explaining oh, the intro. a little bit about sometimes the episode. Sometimes. Okay. And sometimes I'll actually, and that's for me, that's something that can change is how the intro goes, but the sound ID never changes. But the nature of the intro sometimes changes uh, and sometimes I'll do it live and sometimes I'll do it post-production. Yep. Yeah. But the actual drum beat sound never changes. The name of the podcast doesn't change. The ending doesn't change. There's a lot of things that are set. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. All right. If you're listening or you watched it, uh, send me any questions if you've got them um, just to the email, john at johntmarsh.com. And then look out for Rod's episode in a couple of weeks. Be really exciting. Let's do it. Thanks, Thanks, John. Thank you. That's it for this episode of the podcast and this little two-part series on 
how to create your podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Hopefully that helps out. Uh, don't worry about the specifics. Go to Google for the microphones, the host, that kind of thing. You need to spend the time to get clear on your audience, uh, a little bit of design thinking, create something that can resonate, something that's consistent, but still has that element of creative bravery. Good luck with it. If you get any questions, hit me up, john at johntmarsh.com. Always happy to help or bounce ideas or potentially point you in a new direction if you're still feeling stuck. Thanks again. I'll see you on the next episode.